Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Hey, Jesse. Yes, Jordan. How can I help you, sir? It's just the guys in here, right, today? It's just us guys, just Jordan. Just guys. Just us guys quaffing some brews. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, Matt, you a guy out there? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm guying it up here. Our guest. Yeah. Well, let's, let's bring, because uh, today's well, for the guys. Since it's for the guys, our guest on the program a brilliant stand-up comedian, writer, and actor, as well as the number one game show host on the entire Kelly Clarkson program, <laughs> Guy Branham. Hi, Guy. Hello. Good to be here. I'm so just one of the guys. I am a person with uh, a uterus who went undercover in high school to do journalism about what guys are like. Wow. And I've just stayed undercover. <laughs> guy, just one of the guys. Guy, I love it when we saw your boobs at the end. <laughs> I'll remember it always. Um, like I was saying, just the guys here. Guy Branham is one of the guys. Guy Branham's right. first of all, his name is Guy. Mm-hmm, yeah. Second of I all- I didn't intend for that when I started the- it's just the guy's thing. I just want to point out. Second of fun, all, Jordan. It's yeah. a fun little bonus. Jordan, while you and I were busy prancing around doing high school theater, mm-hmm. Guy Branham was on the fucking football team. I oh, was. Yeah. Masculinity. Being j- sent messages that I didn't understand from other people <laughs> who were pissed at me because I didn't understand them. Ah, yeah. oh, being a guy. Guy Branham, you just didn't have the you just didn't have the brains to memorize that playbook. No, no, I really, really didn't. Collision it, like... low crossers. Collision low crossers, guy. <laughs> it really is like. Information and intelligence are so culturally specific. Like, it was, what, what a great way of learning it that I could not learn football. So, uh, my, one of the guys. Well, just, uh, yeah, I have a, I'll, I'll get to my thing. Okay. Uh, just, I just wanted to mention my poll for a football play mm-hmm. is always Statue of Liberty play. Yeah. Oh. Is that real? That is a real play. Okay. Yeah. It's like a, but it's like, like a novelty play. It's like an old-fashioned novelty play. Gotcha. I think I either got it from Looney Tunes or John Madden Football, the Sega Genesis game. Yeah, I feel like it would be something that would have been in the finale of like whatever the 1980, like a Bad News Bears, but about football. They yeah. would have run the Statue of are you saying? Are you saying Wildcats, where Goldie Hawn has to <laughs> coach a football team of ne'er-do-wells because her father was a football coach? Wait, how often do well? <laughs> ne'er. Ne'er. <laughs> ne'er. Wow. Um, so it's just the guys here. Just us guys. Let me ask you. And, of course, Goldie Hawn. And, of course, the specter well, of Goldie she's always, Hawn. She's always here yeah. in spirit. In our hearts. <laughs> uh, actually, Dad, I don't know. Um, is she? She's alive. No, no she's good. around. Good for her. Um, that's great. Somebody Keep has to root up. on Kate Hudson. Yeah. That's that's true, yes. <laughs> Come on, Kate. Get in there. Uh, and, of course, her delightful brother, Oliver Hudson. Mm-hmm. Fun social media presence on that guy. He's a fun follow on Instagram. Oh, I, I'm not following. I should follow. Oh, you really must, yeah. Does some, uh, he'll show his buns every now and then. Oh, cute. He'll do like a faraway photo of the buns in a kind of a fun way. So we're, it's the guys. It's the guys. Just us guys. Let me ask you this. Yeah. What's your favorite clue? Wow. What's my favorite clue? What's your favorite clue? Uh, Do you want me to go first? Yeah, go ahead. It's got to be dropped matchbook. Okay. A lot (laughs) of people say, a lot of people, a lot of people will say footprint. And if you're going to pick footprint, you know, more power to you. It's a classic clue. 
I like dropped matchbook. And I feel like it's something that's, I mean, with the rise of, you know, vaping, edibles, I feel like the matchbook is going away and I feel like we are yeah. losing a really classic clue. Yeah, because that's something you can find. It's got a phone number and an address right on there that right. you can d- follow up directly. Uh huh. And I think it's a great it's a great clue for many reasons. And I think one is that it it encourages the detective can go have a drink during the workday. That's fun. Yeah, always great. And you can expense it and patronize a local business. Yeah, that's true. These detectives love small business guys. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, it really is. It's it's a way of life that is rooted in a different economy. Trying to wrap right. our heads around Dashiell Hammett's San Francisco, mm-hmm. the sheer number of business owners with interests, you yeah. know, the yeah. sheer number of importer exporters just doing their own work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of people whose job involves uh, prying open a crate with a crowbar. Oh, love a crate with a crowbar. Yeah. That, is, is Matchbook the best clue? Is there a better clue? That's a great clue. I mean, for me, mm-hmm. and you guys probably know this about me, but uh, around age 13 or 14, I went through a big Spencer for Hire period. Oh, wow. Oh, I didn't know that. I never watched the television show Spencer for mm-hmm. Hire, but I read a bunch of Spencer novels. Oh, wow. My dad just had them around, so I read yeah. them. I just would read whatever my dad handed to me because it was he was done with it uh and i read a lot of spencer novels they're real easy to read real fun uh so i'm gonna say a call to your answering service i'm gonna say your answering service took a message Mm -hmm. yeah I mean, that's a great opportunity for people to misrepresent themselves. And by people, I mean femmes fatale. Mm -hmm. Sure. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, uh, any kind of femmes. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, of course, immediately went with Footprint and then was shamed out of it. No, no, I mean, I don't don't want to be a clue hipster over here. No, but but... I'm going to say a person using a word that they would not use based on where they say that they are from. Ooh, oh, wow. Now that's a clue. That's I, a clue. I mean, it is more sort of like specific. It's a late stage clue right. where I feel like what you, both of you guys are getting us are, are like very beginning of the story. If I were in an Infocom text adventure, <laughs> I would really know what my second location was right. after one of those. Mm-hmm. Infocom, are you listening? Put Guy in your text adventures. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, uh, I think that's interesting. So this yeah. would be like... Do you call it a, a green way or a median? Or... Exactly. She said that she was online, mm-hmm. despite the fact that she claims to be from Boulder, Colorado. Mm-hmm. I what like they, this. What do they say in Boulder? Inline. 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 Yeah. Right. And then you got them. Yeah. They say serving the, the superhighway <laughs> sure. in Boulder. But I like had very little exposure to like mystery novels. Mm-hmm. I think it is the best and coolest kind of writing. And I also am in love with the whole world of like fun detective shows that existed when we were children. Um like or you know in the 1980s that we don't know how to make now and I feel like um you know the suitsessants should really be pushing everyone to ask ourselves the question do you have a scarecrow and mrs king in you right do you have a jake and the fat man in you so you're saying the suitsessants should lead to some sort of monk vival yes <laughs> okay. there's a monk there's a monk there's vival. a new monk right there's, there's a new, a new there's monk. A monk movie shout out to andy breckman mm-hmm. i think he's might maybe come on jordan jesse go sometime i soon. do a little bit think that tony shalhoub should be nationalized i just feel like he is a, a limited resource <laughs> right and can go in a lot of places i just rewatched big night 
right? And yeah. like I, I am sort of like where where is our prestige Tony Shalhoub? I would like a little bit of that. Sure. Yeah. But Big Night is a real treasure of a movie. Yes. And it's so hard like to look at it now uh, like almost 30 years later and just be like Tucci and Campbell Scott didn't really make the follow up the watching people get caught up in the business and not get to make the next thing that they should have made from their hearts is very sad. Yeah. I'll tell you this. Uh Stanley Tucci came in uh to do Bullseye maybe a year ago. The Tucci is yoked. Oh yeah, the Tucci, the Tucci brings it really yoked and has a. I mean, interesting that he also has a passion for Italian food yet manages to stay yoked. I have no idea. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you told me nothing about his manner suggests this, and I observed no backney, but if you told me that the Tucci was juicing, yeah. I might believe you. Some people got a liver that can do the job. You know, yep, some people right. got a liver, liver that mm-hmm. can process it. They drink a lot of water. They take care of those kidneys, and you're not going to see the back knee. You okay. know, you're talking about the back knee, not the not the spaghetti. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I'm talking about the ability to process exogenous hor- process exogenous hormones, which you know. Look, we live in Los Angeles. Turns out, some oh, people yeah. are on exogenous hormones for one purpose or another. Mm-hmm. Some people, uh, some people, I think, are juicing, Jordan. Have you seen these show business guys? Oh, yeah. I think some of these guys are juicing. They probably are. Check the back. That's what we got to do. We got to check the back. brings me through that. I'm going to go through CT on the challenge to uh-huh. the question that is on the tip of everyone's lips these days. Who's watching the traitors? What's the traitors? Oh, so I here. I'll let you know. Uh, I'll I'll take you through my traitors journey. Okay, please, guy. Um, I did uh, Ashley Ray's podcast, uh-huh. TV. I say great podcast. Ashley Ray is terrific. Yes. Um, and we're talking we're talking Peacock on yes. the show. Uh, she and I both big 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 Peacock boosters. Mm-hmm. And I I know she was passionate about traitors. This is a show. I'm a where... PBS living guy, just so you know. <laughs> We all have our favorite yes. streaming services. Yeah. Um, Matt pays for Chive Plus, <laughs> right? <laughs> Big Chive guy? Love Chive. Okay. Love Fail Army. <laughs> Love sure. it when videos are funny, and that's it. Yeah, me too. So Traders is a TV show version of a game you play in high school drama club during the cast party. Okay. There is not... It is like it's like werewolf or mafia, but they okay. but they've given it a kind of salt burn aesthetic. Does that mean anything? Have what is a salt burn? I haven't seen salt burn either. It's kind of a. I know if you said there was a salt bay aesthetic. <laughs> well, well, I mean. well, it's kind of a grave fucking mansion show. Got um, it. So this is hosted by Alan Cumming, yes, who is uh, dressed uh, dressed uh, insanely and glamorously. Uh, he's, Can, he, he's doing drag as Deborah Carr from ca- 1966 Casino Royale. Wow. <laughs> are, are you familiar with Deborah Carr in 1966? No, I've never seen 1966 Casino Royale. It's just the broadest possible Scottish performance. I okay. I, he I, is pr- he is pronouncing murder. He, uh, he, the 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 sauce he ladles on top of the word murder is thick and creamy. Oh, I would say Alan Cumming is the number one streaming game show host at having a touring cabaret show with one of my news colleagues from National <laughs> Public Radio. Um, I would also say that- Wait, him and Ari? Yeah. 
Yeah, they tour together. I guess Bob Garfield. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it would be great if it was Bob. Just <laughs> Alan Cumming sings the songs. Bob just <laughs> and then Al Cumming just takes it home. Anything goes. Um, Alan Cumming had one of the most, to me, one of the most magical stretches of public radio that I've ever heard, and it may be that it has gained power in my memory. But I feel like Alan Cumming went on Fresh Air with Terry Gross and just talked about the like length and breadth of his fuck lifestyle, mm. where he just this. I mean, and if you were Alan Cumming, you would too. He's beguiling. Mm-hmm. He's famous. Yeah, and he he frequents places where people are down are DTF. The pure comedy of Terry Gross is Terry always taking the stance of I'm down. I get it. You want to know who understands hip hop? This Philadelphian. Um, She's generous spirited. She's mm-hmm. open hearted and open minded. And I do love when somebody is like, "I'm gonna yes and that Terry Gross. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take you on this journey." Alan Cumming takes takes her fully to the Hamptons, except it's I guess probably to Fire Island, where there are just complicated sexual webs that he's spinning, uh, just building beautiful structures out of the crystalline threads of his semen. That, that's got to be in the archives somewhere, right? Fresh Air Archives, all yeah. the interviews. Freshairarchives.com. So, so uh, yeah, so this, so this is a game show where people play mafia or werewolf or murder, whatever you call it. Speaking of regional regionalisms. Yes. Um, and they play it in a giant Scottish mansion. Yes. And uh, the- this is like you scratch someone's palm secretly. Yes, it is. It is. A, like a drama nerd's evening's entertainment being stretched out to 12 yeah. episodes. You're like, how on earth could this be entertaining? And the answer is, what's your favorite type of reality show person? Uh, athlete. Professional athlete playing Wonderful. sports. Wonderful. <laughs> so you get to see them fight with a real housewife and a bachelor. And, and someone named Johnny Bananas. Yes. And see who is better at lying and cheating. And the answer was this season had one athlete who left respectfully after like four episodes because he did not want to lie. <laughs> <laughs> and that's beautiful. I, I have to tap out of Dancing with the Stars for I do not dance. <laughs> I find it sinful. I'm from the Flashdance City. Flashdance? What am I thinking of? I'm Wrong 80s movie. Oh, a oh, dirty no. dancer? No, no. no Where's the the town? Footloose. Footloose. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the, I don't know. I don't think we needed to spend that much time on this. Uh, not that funny. But traitors. Yes. yes. Uh, so here's my experience with it. One, I did resent that they were playing the drama club rap party game, but they weren't going to Denny's afterwards and making a lot of noise and not buying anything. Uh, Jordan Olive Garden. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, we all had our place that. <laughs> yeah, well, Denny's doesn't have unlimited salad and breadsticks. That's true. Yeah, I guess one person orders a meal, everyone else just eats breadsticks. Oh. I guess that is that is probably the superior place for the drama club yeah. after party where you sing Renton don't buy anything. <laughs> yeah, over there at the Stonestown Gallery. Mm. Teenagers drunk on not having an adult there making them be a responsible human being is yeah. one of the great joys in life. Mm-hmm. Um, at your drama club after parties was Rent, right? We're all kind of around the same age. Really. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty much Rent. Oh, yeah. the guy, what did they play at the football <laughs> after party? Um, I am I am too old for Rent to have been around oh, in high school. Okay. And I think... 
And we didn't have after parties. Everybody just went home. Wow. Like, we had to have a high school play, but you don't get to enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> That's for those big city Sacramento fucks. Yes. Right. Um, and no, actually, we did go to Lions, though. After the play, we did go to Lions Hell and do yeah. exactly that. Except What's we, Lions? Lions was just like a. a it's like a Red Robin kind of It's like of a thing. Red Robin situation. Oh, okay. um, but, Bottomless fry basket? Um, no, there were corn fritters, though, that were very good. Ooh. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Well, anyway, so I decided to watch a little bit of Traders to chat about it on the show. Um, Alan Cumming, great. Aesthetic of the show, great. I just I just didn't like anyone. I just never locked into anyone where I'm like, I'm rooting for this person. I didn't know the people from the... It's like a mishmash of people from other reality shows. And you also, needed more minimum contacts uh-huh. so that you had some way to start feeling your way around. Because I do feel like... I've never watched Below Deck, but <laughs> Kate from Below Deck has okay. truly won over my soul. Oh my and I think that's because I understood a Phaedra, I understood a Suri, I understood a Parvati, and I could, you know, start sensing my way around. I literally, um, the other day, I had glanced at uh, the popular website X. Uh, you know, I go there once in a while to type in uh, the last guest who was on the show or mm-hmm. whatever. And uh, I, I saw that Phaedra was um, uh, was trending, and I I literally clicked on it thinking, oh, did something happen to Tangerine Dream? <laughs> 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 I truly believed in my mind that this was about weird experimental electronic pop music from the seventies. Um, but guy, you're all in on traders. Yes. Okay. It is. Well, it's also fun to have a TV show where you're like, it's Thursday. I get to watch a thing on Thursday. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Must see TV. Yeah. Remember? Those were the days. That shit stresses me out. That's why I find me on fucking PBS Living watching Craft in America. I mean, it's hard because I do spend the rest of my life just, I've been forcing my way through all of Real Housewives of Atlanta. Now I'm watching the most recent Jeopardies available, which are five years old. Uh (laughs) And it's just, you know, there is something nice about swimming in a place outside of time. That's what we all learn to do during the quarantine. Um, But there's something so beautiful about having a show that brings you back to the now. I can understand that. Although I will say, in my defense, that yesterday when I was watching Craft in America, there was a guy who made breathtakingly beautiful piñatas of terrifying creatures from Hieronymus Bosch paintings. Oh, wow. Wow. That's a craft. Now, that's PBS. Get that guy in a mansion with the real housewife. (laughs) See who who slaps who. He was very sweet. Uh, I did get super into... uh, I did get super into Dancing with the Stars this year. Uh Really? Um, So I... This is the year to do it, Jordan. Well, I mean... uh, Finger on the pulse. Yeah. No, I firmly believe going into a reality show 20 years in is amazing. I, like... 2015, 2016, decided I was going to watch the first season of Survivor. And oh, then yeah. I took down a lot of Survivor. Okay. But, like, you know, we understand the form now. Who have you fallen in love with on the show? So I got very into the comeback story of Ariana from Vanderpump Rules. Okay. Uh, one dances like an angel. Yes. And I, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Angels but... are, to be fair, better known for their heart playing. <laughs> You're right. You're right. <laughs> You're right. Um, and I don't know Vanderpump from a gasp pump okay okay thank you very much uh matt title of the episode just mm-hmm. wanted to let you know hey, mark matt, that so down you're welcome matt write that down matt <laughs> writing it start okay. making the t-shirt too um so you know and then i did grow to grow to root for her 
uh, because she was she was cheated on. I don't know if you guys yes. uh, followed yes. Scandoval. The Toms. Sorry. One second. Hey, Matt. Yeah, what's up? I don't know Vanderpump from a Manolo Blahnik pump. <laughs> okay. I think that's a- You want both I of them? That's a step down. I'm sorry. Okay. Lateral it, but- yeah. Can you- Well, first of all, Jordan can say that. Okay, Jordan is one of the stars <laughs> of the show. I don't know. People like me a lot. People are really loving Matt people on the show, really Jesse. So I think Matt we probably show. should give him equal like say. Probably. Yeah. I just want to take a moment to yeah. step back and say, mm-hmm. do we want to be shaming Dutch Americans in this way? I know. Like, do we really want to be <laughs> just no. taking aim at them? Right. Like, I, I just want to say we're going into an election year, right. and those conservative Dutch people in Western Michigan are rough. They can go either way. Right. And I no, don't yes. think that it is a time yep. to be alienating nope. them from the coastal You're right. elites. You're right. You're I've right. been focusing on trying to pander to the Pennsylvania Dutch who are not Dutch at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, just a weird example of, I guess, early 19th century racism <laughs> that they were called Dutch. I don't know. Should I make a shirt apologizing? <laughs> that would be great, actually. <laughs> okay, just, you got it. just right, George just, just, No, not, we're sorry. <laughs> That'll just every, cover. Sorry, the Dutch. Every yeah. week, can you just make an apology shirt for yeah, us? No Thank Problem. Do you a notes it. app apology and post it to the <laughs> Ooh, I love account. It. Yeah. Um, so I and I so you know I I didn't follow follow Vanderpump, but I did grow very invested in Ariana's journey throughout Dancing with the Stars. Yes. So maybe I could lock into somebody from Traders, a housewife or a Johnny Bananas. I mean, it's truly amazing. A couple of weeks ago, Phaedra pulled off some amazing stuff, and the the fo- what? No, so the fo- in all sincerity, what's Phaedra? Uh, she's fa- a she's a lady she, from gifts. I've she, learned from clicking on the thing, but a, I didn't. She's a real housewife of okay. an Atlanta and an attorney and a mortuary owner. Um, <laughs> and she does it all. <laughs> a triple threat. She pulled off some rhetoric, and then afterwards, uh, John Bearcow, the former Speaker of the British House of Commons, was like, "That's amazing. How did you pull that off?" <laughs> and it was just like. So wonderful to see these disparate creatures. Per- I would think of anyone that I know, you would be the one most likely to watch Real Housewives questions. <laughs> yes, uh, absolutely. Um, and like, and so many gay guys who were like, why is this British politician on this show last week were like declaring him mother, declaring him, <laughs> you know. Um, the C word. Oh, right. Yeah, I did. I did in the in the episode or episode and a half that I did watch. I did find it interesting that there was a disgraced British politician in 100%. the group. A hundred percent. Just with various various housewives and uh, Michael Jordan's nephew. Right. Yes. Yes. It's a good show. <laughs> sounds like a good show. Does it have Rod well, Blagojevich at all? <laughs> It could, but honestly, I think it could do better than Rod Blagojevich. I don't know that he has, like, of our disgraced governors, I think we have ones with more personality than that. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's fair. What what would you say are our top ten? <laughs> <laughs> What's his name from New York? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Elliot something or other. Elliot Spitzer. Elliot that's Spitzer. That's a good one. I think that's charisma. I think that's okay, uniqueness a lot of and talents. Yeah. I think Anthony Weiner launched a podcast not too long ago. Oh, really? I bet he did. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know. That guy's certainly disgraced. I'll tell you that much. Stick that guy in a mansion. See what he... (laughs) (laughs) Make him play a little heads up, seven up. I don't know. (laughs) That's a show. On the subject of Congress people, can I tell you a strange story? Oh, would love to. Last week, my manager was like, the House Democrats would like you to come and perform for them for free. And I was like, what? Um, And... (laughs) 
it turned out that they had spent a lot of time trying to get um, John Mulaney to come and perform for free. Right. And it pulled a lot of strings with uh, the Emmanuel brothers, and uh, they had not worked. And so in their Hail Mary pass was asking me to come. And so last week, I spent three days job shadowing the Democrats of Congress in a uh closed resort in northern virginia and no one took the time to say you can't talk about this publicly <laughs> wow wait wait so you were job shadowing them to roast them later i just like it was like a resort uh-huh. and all of the functions of the resort were stopped because co- congress was there or just the democrats and so like the restaurant room service like the that wow. stuff wasn't going so my only place like to eat was like at their buffet. My only place to eat was watching them fight with each other about what messaging is going to be for the upcoming um, like election year. Wow. Uh, and then I did 20 minutes of stand-up. Let me, I, I've always thought this about her. AOC can put away the eggs Benedict, right? <laughs> <laughs> She's not afraid she'll of that holidays. She'll take a Benny to the dome. <laughs> um, what were they like as an audience? Um, they were surprisingly lovely. There, okay. was, there was no press there. And uh, like, as you know, it was like people at tables they had eaten at two hours before. So like a bad sort of audience, the middle of the audience sure. had like gotten up and left. Um, <laughs> and so they were, I thought that they would be very bad, but I made pandering jokes. I had spent two days with sure. them. And so I had learned enough about them to make pandering jokes that were for them. Uh-huh. Um, and then do you have, do you have a, what, what killed? Oh, I, I said about um, Senate, like the you know the Senate twink who got railed in the um, oh yeah the offices. I remember that twink. Hiram Jesse, uh, you gotta you gotta keep on top of the twink, all the n- uh, news twinks. Uh, a guy from Maryland. <laughs> Sorry, I'm focused on NPR twink Alan Cumming. <laughs> I mean, she hasn't been a twink since a while. Okay, um, but uh, like I may she I, has the build. <laughs> No, truly is the build. Ha- has the build, and there is a timeless twinkness to anyone who has played um, the Master of Ceremonies in in Cabaret. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, a twink got railed. And the live physicality. <laughs> a live physicality. A twink got railed in a Senate hearing room, and I made a joke about how Nancy Pelosi would never allow that, and Nancy was very charmed by that. <laughs> um, as, as well, she should be. Nancy Pelosi gets it. That's what they call San Francisco values, sure. Jordan. <laughs> she can laugh at herself. She was in the Pride Parade, 1982 or whatever. Well, no, I feel like she just, you know, like gays being in everyone's office is something that only happened in the last 10 years. And maybe some of, you know, these senators don't realize they need to say, hey, boys, not on the carpet. And I would say that Nancy's been having to say not on the carpet for decades now. Uh, Who were you like most excited to meet? Um, it, like it was a very strange situation mm-hmm. because there are things going on in the world right now, and they weren't paying me, and mm-hmm. so I was like, I will end by telling them what I think they should be doing with oh, things okay. in the world right now. Uh, and I was very scared after the, 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 somebody would be like, cut his mic or something like right. that. Um, but they listened and laughed, and afterwards, a couple of them were like, I just you should not have said that. And wow, um, you told them to re- make make Zaslov release Coyote versus Acme, right? <laughs> Yes. Um, if our make t- Batman kiss the Joker. <laughs> make Batman. That's from last week. If guys. our tax dollars, if our tax dollars are paying for the coyote, we should get to see the coyote. Thank you. I want to. We want to see the coyote. Um, but you know, <laughs> a ceasefire between the coyote and the Roadrunner. 
I mean, <laughs> like, can they broker the deal? If we weren't paying for those Acme products, Thank you. would he even be able to threaten the life of the Roadrunner that much? These are the questions we should be asking. I'm standing yes. and applauding right now. <laughs> but then I look down and, oh, the, the cliff's not there. <laughs> oh, man, this is why Matt's in charge of my jokes. <laughs> Um, how was the buffet? Oh, the buffet was like solid. It was the kind of exactly BB plus that you want from public servants Oof. spending government money. Like mm-hmm. it was not excellent, but it was fine. It really took care of the job. What are we? What kind of foods are we looking at? Because I'm going to be frank with you. If I'm at a buffet. What I would love to see is stewed foods yes, because right. they Braise, work well. Braises, yeah. sure. <laughs> Show me some braises. Well, I would say that the Democrats are, at the end of the day, a big tent, and so that there right. was sort of like provision for a variety of needs. Like it was, we generally had a fish option going on at all times. Nice. There was like a very good um, like West Indian curry chicken um, the last night that I was there, and I was like, this is doing the job. This chicken is not overdone. Um, and then there was the last night that we were there, there was like a pasta station and people were really That's living fun. their best pasta station That's life. That's fun. What happens at a pasta station? Do they got a variety of sauces? Yeah, you pick your pick your noodle. Yeah. Pick your sauce. Yeah. And then add-ins, right? Yes. Am I getting it? It's been, Wait, a, like, it's been a while for me. I've been I don't, a while since like mochi station. and Reese's Pieces. <laughs> yeah, yes. it's, yeah, it's like a pink berry. <laughs> I, mean, I never thought about it until this point in time, but like a pasta station is fundamentally a swindle. Like they're just pouring, like it's just, oh, you can get a different shape of pasta. Right. It's not like an omelet station where you really can go into a new experience and adventure. Sure. Can I tell you two pasta concerns that I have? They're, they're parallel complementary uh, uh, concerns. One is I'm, I'm concerned that people want me to know what pasta shape is what and why. Two is I'm concerned that I should know what pasta shape is what. Right. And why? Like, I'm not sure whether I should be mad at the people who think I'm, who are mad at me for eating linguine instead of penne. And but I'm also worried. Like, what if the fact that I can't really think through what sauce goes with what shape is really fucking up my pasta life? This, this, I think this discussion that you're talking about, this became a little bit of a meme thing last year oh, in really? the kind of world of Die Hard as a Christmas movie. A kind of like, yeah. a when someone who is fun but not funny wants to do a thing, uh-huh. they like break down the best pasta shape. And there Jesus. was some viral thing where it was like, we've created the ultimate pasta shape. And then that started pasta shape discourse. Again, I could be wrong about all, I'm like half remembering something from the internet, uh, you know, six months ago. But I think this this became a, like one of those fun things to argue about that's fun for a couple minutes and then everybody kind of seems like a dick at the end. You know, you know these things? Well, and also just like truly something that most of us don't know that much about. Yeah. Like anyone purporting to know a lot about it is probably wrong. Can I tell you who knows a lot about it, Guy? Who? The Tooch. 
Oh, oh I'm I sure. Tucci's fucking levels of expertise on this matter are off the charts. I bet. But I would like to say to you, there is one prism and one prism alone through which you should be seeing this issue, and that is the YouTube series Pasta Grannies. Are you familiar with Pasta <laughs> Grannies? I'm sorry, no. Pasta Grannies. This is, is a YouTube series. It's a YouTube said. series where. Are you familiar with the Pornhub series Pasta Grannies? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't think so. I've find only, a paywall. I've, it's Pornhub Plus. I've yeah. only seen women make cream pies on that website. Hey. Thank you. Come on, Thank you. Oh, action! Reach it, Guy Branham. Yeah. Real shirt, high fives shirt, in the studio. Shirt, shirt. <laughs> Sorry for Guy Branham. Sorry for Guy Branham. But Jesse, listen to me. British people go and they make Italian women in their nineties make the pasta of their locality. So you know, in in Bologna, it is like. Uh, you know, um, egg pasta with fat sauce. And right. mm-hmm. I just watched one that was from like Calabria and it was literally a lady making pasta with breadcrumbs on top of it. Wow. Um, but I, Can I say, I've eaten breadcrumbs. I've, I've made bread pasta with breadcrumbs on it. It's fucking hella good. Yes. And the thing is, is like the simple truth is all of them are calling very similar things very different names, and I think the simple truth is, is that like one lady three doors down is probably calling what one lady is calling lingui- linguini something else, you know. And it's like, it's a it's a magical complex world, but just seeing all of these ladies rolling shit out on their tables is just a, a great pleasure. Can I double back to the Pornhub thing? Yes. Uh, yeah. I, I, have you seen these ladies rolling shit out on their tables? <laughs> I think I was going to say. Oh, I've, I've, I think I've seen that on Pornhub, but it's called Pasta Step Grannies. Hey. We'll be right back. Yeah, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Jordan Jesse Go this week, of course, is as always brought to you by you, the listeners of Maximum Fun, specifically those who have become members of Maximum Fun. Thank you to all of you who've gone to MaximumFun.org slash join. Max Fun Drive, I'm starting to see it over the horizon. We got a lot of cool stuff planned. Yeah, we're already planning our bonus content. There's a ton of bonus content for all the folks who go over to MaximumFun.org slash join. We got some doozies for you this year. We'll be announcing those a little later on. We're also supported this week by... The good people at Wild Grain. Ooh, I love my Wild Grain. Wild Grain is awesome. Here's what they do over at Wild Grain. It's the first ever Bake From Frozen subscription box for sourdough breads, fresh pastas, and artisanal pastries. Can I tell you something I did the other day? Oh, sure. I made a bolognese, Mm -hmm. which I had never made a proper bolognese. I had made like a, you know, a meat sauce, you know, like a red sauce with meat in it. But I made a proper bolognese, which is like... It is like the it is like a dis- distillation of a distillation. It's a beautiful, uh, beautiful sauce. And then I thought to myself, "Oh, I got wild grain pasta in the freezer, mm-hmm. and that's the good stuff." I was like, "I don't need to use dry pasta. I got the good stuff in the fridge in the freezer. I made it. You know, it's 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 ready to go. It's ready in like ten minutes or whatever. Uh, and having." Uh, perfect fresh pasta with this sauce that I worked my butt off on was 
Oh, it was a joy. The sourdough bread is amazing. I love the croissants and the pastries, great dessert pastries, great breakfast pastries. I love to put one of those uh, croissants in the oven in the morning, 20 minutes, you pop it out, you make yourself a little egg sammy on a hot, fresh croissant. Oh my gosh, that's good. Yeah, that's tremendous stuff. I, I love having the sourdough on hand. I'm a real sourdough snob. I love having it on hand for when I need that special third piece of a special dinner. I Put some of that good Irish butter on there. Oh, I love it. For a limited time, you can get $30 off the first box plus free croissants in every box when you go to wildgrain.com slash JJGo to start your subscription. You heard us. Free croissants in every box and $30 off your first box when you go to wildgrain.com slash JJGo. That's wildgrain.com slash JJGo. Or you can use the promo code JJGo at checkout. We're also supported this week by the folks at Stitch Fix. Stitch Fix is a great service that gives you a personal stylist. Jesse, I never thought I would have a personal stylist. I mean, you figured maybe, maybe, maybe if you were nominated for an Oscar. Sure, I could have a stylist for, you know, a weekend or something like that. Yeah. But but there's Stitch Fix. Here's what they do over at Stitch Fix. You take a fun style quiz. You give your stylist your size your style, and your budget preferences. A box of clothes comes to you. Everything fits great. Everything uh, looks cool. It's what you asked your stylist for. You keep what you want, what you don't want. You put in an easy envelope that they include right there. Take it to the post office, ship it back, keep what you want, send back what you don't. I feel like I always harp on this, but it is so easy to return the things that you don't want. It really is. It almost seems not real. Like the envelope is there for you. Like when, as I was returning, I got some clothes for my kids. Mm-hmm. There's a couple things that weren't quite right. As I put these things in this envelope, I was like, I don't even need to click on a link in an email and print something out. No. You just shove it in there and shove it out the door. It is amazing. It's a dream. Yeah, Stitch Fix is a blast. We love them, and we love when they support our show. Style that makes you feel as good as you look. Get started today at stitchfix.com slash jjgo. That's stitchfix.com slash jjgo. Stitchfix.com slash jjgo. Stitchfix.com slash jjgo. Go. We've also got a message up on the Jumbotron this week. That's where we like to share messages from our listeners to our listeners. You can always uh, get a message up on the Jumbotron at MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron. This one is for Camille from Andrew. Happy birthday, Camille. I am so happy you are in my life and I cannot wait for our next adventure. You're a badass vascular surgeon, and I'm so proud of you. Let's make the next year hard as a rock and wet as a river. I love you always, Andrew. I don't think surgeons should listen to Jordan Jesse go. That's my <laughs> personal opinion. It seems that something about it seems wrong. That's always kind of a fun thing in like TV and movies when the like the pro surgeon is always like listening to something. They got a little tick. Like this one loves the blues. This yeah. one's always listening to classic rock. I don't know, dumbass podcast. That's a fun tick for a surgeon, right? Surgeon, scalpel, scalpel, <laughs> Wario, come <laughs> jokes, come <laughs> jokes. Uh, yeah, if you want to get up on the jumbotron, go to maximumfun.org/jumbotron. Happy birthday, Camille! It's also possible that badass vascular surgeon is a metaphor or inside joke of some kind. It could be. I would find that more comforting. (laughs) I'm worried that what if we did something, what if we accidentally did something funny and the knife slipped? 
Yeah. Oof, you know what I mean? <laughs> let's, Jesse, let's continue not doing anything funny. We will <laughs> save lives that way. You know what? I think we've been committed to that for over a dozen years. I shouldn't, I should, it, yeah. I should not doubt that we'll our fine. commitment to that. No one will die on our watch. Jordan, you, what's going on with you in, uh, in book world? Yes, I have a challenge to issue, if you wouldn't mind. Oh, wow. All right. Uh, so for our bubble. Are you listening, Danielle Steele? <laughs> no, I'm not challenging Danielle Steele. She is, <laughs> she's the king of the romance novel. I will not be challenging her crown. Hey, Danielle Steele, I challenge you to have a desk that's made to mm-hmm. look like a stack of your own books. Guess what? You just lost that challenge because Danielle Steele has oh, a desk man. that looks oh, like a stack man. of Danielle Steele I'm books. Danielle Everybody Steel. should Google it. It's amazing. It's really cool. Um, for uh, for our bubble graphic novel, I did something really cool where if people uh, pre-ordered through a certain uh, store or ordered from a certain store, I would uh, sign and personalize their books, and by personalize, all bets are off, right? Yeah. Any fucking dumb thing you wanted me to write in the book, I'd write in there. Right up to the line of Nazi shit. Like, sure, no yes. Nazi <laughs> shit, but like right up right. there. Yes, exactly. Uh, so so had a lot of fun with that, and a, a fun little uh, part of that process is that the pre-orders are um, you know, handed to you by a nice- uh, nerd who works at an independent bookstore, and they have to read these all off to you. So just, just a nice, you know, a nice, a, a, you know, a nice glasses nerd just has to go. Okay, uh, this one's for Ben. He wants you to say, "What does Wario's butt plug look like?" And then you have to kind of explain to them that you have a podcast. It's really a lot of fun. Uh, I am going to do a similar thing for our upcoming graphic novel, Youth Group, the YA or comedy, available uh, in July. Uh, if you pre-order the book through Book Soup here in Los Angeles, oh, uh, great one, of the, one of the great indie bookstores, one of my favorite bookstores, uh, love that we're getting to support them with this. If you pre-order through Book Soup, I will sign and personalize uh, your book. Any any dumb Jordan Jesse Go shit you want, I will write in the book with few exceptions. I'll get to those in a second. So I'm excited to hear about what the exceptions are. So I would say this, because it is a YA book, nothing dirty, so no okay. swears. Let's try and keep it PG-13. Anything you'd Gremlins see. Gremlins are below. Gremlins are below, but uh, it can be as weird and crazy as you want, as inside jokey as you want. Um, when I've done this with other things, it's a real race for who can be weirder, the Jordan Jesse Go people or the Good Mythical Morning people. Oh, right, yeah. Now- Sounds sounds like a challenge, daddies. It's a challenge, daddies. <laughs> the Good Mythical Morning people want some weird shit, but I think the Jordan Jesse Go folks can come up with some either even weirder shit that does not include the word shit because this is PG-13. I just watched uh, uh, a visit on Good Mythical Morning from your friend Cotton Candy uh, Randy. Yes. Uh, and he s- said he has a mouse he keeps in a sock. That's true. That's a good example of something that Jordan would be willing to write inside one of these books. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so uh, booksoup.com is their website. We're going to throw a link in the description for this show. Uh, you can just click that right there. Go to booksoup.com. You support a great indie bookstore. You uh, get it shipped anywhere in the world. And uh, yeah, you get to have some some dumb shit written in the book by me. Uh, and yeah, Jordan Jesse Go listeners, I think you got this in you. Out, out, out weird those assholes. I believe. And it. if you're a good Mythical Morning listener, I love you. You're not an asshole. Yeah. And if you're a Jordan Jesse Go listener, which you probably are because you listen to Jordan, yeah. check out Good Mythical Morning. Jordan goes, <laughs> yeah. Jordan and Matt both go on there and it's fun. Yeah. Uh, I'm having a hard time stoking this rivalry. <laughs> I want to be nice to everybody. 
Well, I mean, good, both Good Mythical Morning fans and Jordan Jesse Go fans are are famously conflict uh, intensive. Right. <laughs> it's like Red Sox fans and Yankees oh, fans. Boy, I mean, don't get me started on these battery, alphas. A lot of battery tossing in uh, those communities. Uh, so yeah, check out the uh, check out the show description. Go over to BookSoup.com. Uh, pre-order a book. It really helps us out. And uh, yeah, make me make me write something dumb. I would love to. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. I am Guy Branham, Stratzapretti evangelist. Can I just can I say something, Jordan? Yeah. The last time I think the last time I saw Guy in real life mm-hmm. was a couple years ago. I watched him do a headlining stand-up set. Wonderful work. Yes. Anybody gets the chance the to funniest. see Guy do stand up. Couldn't be a greater joy. I would say a solid 30 minutes of this set was talking about going to gay porn parties. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just a lifestyle that's so mind exploding to me. Uh, not even so, I feel like making gay porn seems very normal to me relative to a bunch of people from the porn industry having a party yes those feel like that feels they have birthdays jesse i know they're people sex work is real work and they have birthdays so and they deserve a little cake first of all where do you get the invite um friends of friends and do they say i'm this is going to be a porn party or do they say this is a standard party and then you get there and you're like these people are have an interesting aesthetic they say insert name is having party and you of course recognize that name because you are familiar with them from gay porn though the other fun thing about a gay porn party is that everyone introduces themselves with their gay porn name and then five minutes later tells you their straight porn name and then five minutes later tells you (laughs) their legal name i mean i i say i say boy detective at parties i you know i um how's the food compared to a (laughs) a house democrat Um, uh, event I have never eaten the food in that situation. Mm-hmm. I mean, the story eat, that eat before you come. The, sto- the story, <laughs> the story that Jordan is referencing. <laughs> Thanks, Jordan. Is about the fact that my friend Calvin at this party in San Diego kept sneaking to the bathroom. Oh, I wasn't teeing you up, uh, oh, uh, Comics I, Unleashed. Style. I thought this was Comics no, Unleashed. No, I wasn't. That man is going to buy Paramount. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Did you, have you ever done Comics Unleashed? No, I haven't. Uh-uh. I, I, an old manager of mine convinced me to do it, and mm-hmm. it's like the most embarrassing thing. Like, um, Comics Unleashed is a show hosted by Byron Allen, mm-hmm. yes. who's a syndicated television multi-quajillionaire. It turns out that if you don't pay union wages to entertainers, you can make a good bit of money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so this is a show where some people have it's like been running forever. It's on syndicated TV at night, and uh, it's basically just... Him saying, reading off a card, of like pretending he's talking to people, but actually he's reading off a card as set up to a chunk of their act. Yes, it, it's uncanny to watch people. Like I watched Joe Coy one time on it, and he like got up and did a large physical act out, and I was like, "No, you're the whole point of it is that you're sitting down talking to each right. other. What are you even doing?" What's have- amazing to me about it is it it is truly as leashed as comics could be. <laughs> right. 
Yes. <laughs> and there are new episodes. They look like they were shot on your dad's camcorder. <laughs> they have not upgraded to HD cameras on Comics Unleashed. Um, it is it is uh, truly amazing. But oh, to, sorry. To yes, but setup, I can. Yes, absolutely. So, uh, guy, <laughs> no, but I've heard that my, food at a gay porn event can be interesting. My friend Calvin just kept going to the bathroom. And you would assume that he was fucking or doing cocaine, but people were fucking and doing cocaine out in the open (laughs) because it was a gay porn party. And so it was truly, what were you doing? And at the very beginning, the husband of the gay porn star who had had us um, had shown us like, um, he was just like, we're not LA folks, we're just simple folks. And there were some turkey pinwheels and some um, pineapple upside down cake from wow. Costco. And we, we got a lot of Coke. Uh, you know, we're not. <laughs> we're Take just, a bagel, dog, do a bump. We're just simple. <laughs> and like, it was, it was truly so sweet. And it was like lovely to, in the same way that seeing like members of Congress be real friends with each other, seeing porn stars just be like, like, you know, we just want to do some cocaine and chit chat, and yeah. it's just 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 doing a doing a rail real quick, then having a sip from their pink Stanley, yes, sure. and grabbing uh, some of those mugs. grabbing some of those Kirkland brownie bites. Uh, um, a man showed me a flashlight uh, and explained that it was based on him. Wow! Yes, and offered to show me, and I was like, no, <laughs> <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> How do you Wild. make that mold? I mean, I, I can't even imagine. I like, mean, here's the thing. The, I mean, the Greeks I had know. their wax system, but I, we don't. We lost that. I bet it's like one of those things where it's like they show you how long Jim Carrey spent in the chair to be the Grinch. It's <laughs> 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 put some straws in your nose for some reason. Like, I, like I truly, I feel like you know, a like a dildo or other phallic sex toy that's based on a famous phallus, right? That one, I can see it. Right. You know, you yes. just, you just, uh, you just take the uh, erection enhancing medication. Yes. Then you go ahead and slap that putty on either side and then get yourself a magazine. Exactly. <laughs> Play some Marvel Snap. <laughs> Wait for it to dry. But I feel like uh, when it comes to orifices, custom orifices, right. that feels like tough work for the sculptor. Sure. Just saying. But, uh, you know, everyone, everyone suffers for their art. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good point. Um, we have a. Uh, now yes, this is sorry. not a momentous occasion. No, call. I was going to say we we uh, it's time it's 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 the time in the show where we listen to a call from a listener. Yeah, and we have you call us two zero six nine eight four four fun or JJ go at maximumfun And we have some set categories. Of course, momentous occasion, moments of shame. Uh, Sometimes people call in with a segment from the show that we've created. Right. Uh, and it's not just an excuse for them to call in and say something to us and then say at the beginning that it's a segment that we created. Of it's course. always something we that have many we segments, did the hard work. Many segments. Yeah. Um, but Matt says he does not know what bucket to put this in, but wants to play it because of the enthusiasm. Yeah, he and said how it had could a lot of no? passion. He said it, read, it vibrated with passion. Okay. Let's, uh, yeah, let's hear this mystery call. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, and guest, I want to say Jeremy Albertson. Um, I know who that is. Yeah, I don't know who that is. That's probably, hold on, talk- can you pause it? That's probably just like his best friend from back home. Sure, or the guy, or the guy who owns Vons. You probably bet somebody fifty bucks that uh, you could get that he could get Jeremy Albertson onto a popular podcast. Here, here we are. Jokes on you, though. This is Jordan Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Sorry. Don't know who that is. We'll look that person up. Uh, Matt, play the rest of this call. Talked about 
otters using tools, uh, grabbing rocks and smashing up clams, which is, yeah, good for them, yeah, super cool, whatever. Um, you ever heard of New Caledonian Crows? These boys, they know how to tool, let me tell you what, they don't just take sticks and fish around, like, poke around in wood for grubs and bugs and whatnot, um... They they craft hooks and spears and lock picks meticulously. They teach their young how to do this, and they uh, are in the Stone Age, literally literal Stone Age, like by definition. Not these otters that may be using stones, but that's not what a, that's not what a Stone Age is. It's like the construction of tools by combining two or things together, or like refining something, right? Um, yeah, research shows that these guys also just get intrinsic pleasure from using tools and solving problems. We have a I line on the God, intrinsic pleasure of course, <laughs> crows. Yeah. Corvids will inherit the earth. Mark my word. You have your time is limited. This was recorded live at that party, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everyone there uses tools. Yeah, this this. <laughs> yes, they are, yes. A guy named Crank Thompson just did a right. rail and then went. <laughs> and then went, a- let me tell you about New Caledonian yeah. crows. Hold on, I have to finish this slice of party sub. <laughs> uh, I okay. First of all, the elephant in the room is this. Right. I hate crows. Oh, wow. Because they're always planning something. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're always up to something. I don't know what it is. I don't have a line on what their intrinsic pleasures are, but apparently science does. So it seems <laughs> like I should find out from science if right. I can get a readout or so something. This is what just my tax dollars are going to, so measuring crow pleasure. Kind of get a bead on where they're at. Mm-hmm. So. This bigotry, does it apply to all of Corvidae, <laughs> like ravens, rooks, like, or the is The soft it... bigotry of crow expectations. <laughs> Great question. Great question. Oh. <laughs> I mean, like- it, I'll never talk. That's the best. That's very good. I'm Matt. making a shirt. I'm already printing it, baby. <laughs> Great. This is a merch-heavy episode. And I'm really just going to go ahead and ask that you- you never expect me to do anything that good again. Oh yeah, it's no. all downhill from here, <laughs> FYI. Are there any harbingers of doom that you do enjoy? Ooh, That's great a great question. question. Well, I got no problem with horsemen. Okay, I, the horsemen are great. Like, uh, especially if they do like, um, like have you ever seen somebody do charo? You know, like. <laughs> Mexican, yeah. That's great. Yeah. That's a lot of fun. It's amazing. Uh, I, be, I Maybe it's bad for the horses. I'm not a horse person, but uh, it's very exciting to see. What about unexpected cool breeze? Unexpected cool breeze <laughs> in the nighttime? Oh, that's a great question. I mean, I'll tell you this. I never expect to hear cool breezes smash it, watch for the hook, <laughs> featuring the Dungeon family, and I'm always happy when I hear it. Uh, Silver Surfer, Herald of Galactus? Uh, I'm not crazy about Silver Surfer, okay. although, weirdly- I like Joe Satriani. <laughs> I don't care for. I do probably like Joe. I don't think I know the connection. Oh, there I'm, was. A, I'm loving it. I'm the loving like famous this. Joe Satriani album had Silver Surfer on the cover. I oh, think. neat. That's how I remember it. I anyway, I was in middle school at the time. Okay. Silver Surfer for the NES was so hard. I could yeah. never get beyond like level three. But the music was so good. Yeah. 
That's Joe Satriani. Underrated. All of it. Underrated NES classic. Joe Satriani could really fucking rip on some chip tunes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like Michael Jackson did a bunch of the Sonic music, uncredited. Joe Satriani, Silver Surfer for the NES. Man, how come we don't ever do so anything? So many licks. How come we always get credited for everything? How come we don't <laughs> no, do I'm everything uncredited? <laughs> sure. Maybe we should just start. Let's just start saying we did different shit uncredited. That'd be great. What would be, I wrote Spencer for hire uncredited. <laughs> there's no such thing as Robert Parker. Um, there's There are cheat codes on GTA San Andreas where you okay. can change the radio so it's just Jordan and Jesse, but doing characters. Do, right, yes. Doing, like, you know, uh, conservative talk radio characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, and we're not in the credits. Um, uh, let's see. What did I do? I started that viral argument about pasta shapes. I'm oh. the guy. Yeah. I just thought <laughs> it'd be really fun cool. for like guys who like to talk about stuff to have something else to talk about. Is there a viral argument that like really has warmed your heart that you were, were positive about? Or do you generally hate them as a species the way that Jesse does with crows? Oh, that's really interesting. Uh, no, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't hate, you know, I just, I, I, I hate the way people go in on them and the kind of like intensity that people come at you with. Like any fun like memories of the dress? The dress was fun. And I the dress the dress brought me distress. Okay. I I'm not opposed to the argument over it. I just I don't like a number one, I'm not open to scientific explanations. Uh-huh. And a number two, <laughs> I'm terrified that it's real. Like I'm terrified that something could look different colors to two different people in that way. And then I also don't want anyone to tell me why that would be. Because that's just as upsetting Certainly to me. Certainly not as a not. fucking crow. Thank you. It's Thank like, you. You know how sometimes people tell you that like ancient Greeks or Romans said the sky was green or yeah, something. Yeah, like, Fuck you. Don't tell me that. It's fucking too weird. <laughs> I can't deal with it. I can't process that shit. But it's Die Hard really a Christmas movie if you think about it. I mean... Yeah. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I like. Um, yeah, I liked. Uh, I like. You know, you know, I liked that thing this week where some conservative weirdo didn't get Starship Troopers, and then everyone explained Starship Troopers yeah. to him. That was fun. That was fun. I saw Starship Troopers backstage uh, when I worked at the opera. Yeah, it's a they called beloved. It, called it Starship Hooters. That's what they called. Oh yeah, Starship <laughs> Hooters. That famous co-ed shower scene. Yep. It's like. I love that it took us 20, 30 years to be able to properly say, like, it's a fun joke about fascism. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. Come on. I mean, some things kind of pretend like they're a fun joke about fascism yeah. that I'm not going to say which presidents. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm not going to say which presidents, mm-hmm. Jordan. But some things might appear to be a fun joke about fascism to some. No, I mean, that's very real. I, I do think that there has been, like, strange danger in just sort of like the like I feel like the Gen X inclination to scoff got weaponized <laughs> in a really gross way that has then brought us to the brink of democracy falling apart. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's an argument argument to be made that uh the thing that fascism and a fun joke about fascism have in common is fascism. Yes. Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, and you well, need to hear this, Katie Porter or whatever. <laughs> Was it only the so house? Should we go back in time and blow up the state? So, um, <laughs> yeah. you know. The kids in the hall, Mystery Science Theater, we're looking at you. Everybody's out. <laughs> we're going to erase you from history. 
The Pope is a coming. Remember that? <laughs> oh, man, I'm that's the, so hey, funny. I'm the Pope. And then they spray all the sauce. Oh, nothing anyway, better than uh, that. Matt, let's, let's, uh, but we're going to take a little break. Matt, you build a time machine so we can eliminate um, alternative comedy from the late 80s and early 90s. Okay, you got and it. And then we'll be right back for some more. Do you want me to go out on some Counting Crows for Jesse? That would be fun. Right. That would be fun. Yeah. <laughs> you can hear him building tools. <laughs> The following are real reenactments of pretend emergency calls. 're plenty of podcasts on the hunt for justice but only one podcast has the courage to take on the silly crimes judge John Hodgman the only true crime podcast that won't leave you feeling sad and bad and scared for once only on maximumfun.org have you ever wanted to know the sad lore behind Chuck E Cheese's love of birthday parties or my Saturday mornings are reserved for cartoons Or have you wanted to know how beloved virtual pet site Neopets fell into the hands of Scientologists? Or how a former Mattel employee managed to grow Sega into a video game powerhouse? Join us, hosts Austin and Brenda, and learn all of these things and more at Secret Histories of Nerd Mysteries, now on Maximum Fun. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morse, boy detective. Guy Brand, I'm a crow scientist. Can I just say, I said that you were the number one game show host on the Kelly Clarkson program in a tone that may have been interpreted as a goof. You have been hosting game shows on the Kelly Clarkson show. It is a great thrill. Uh, I came through promoting things uh, nigh on two years ago, and there were some people who had worked on my talk show, Talk Show the Game Show, uh, who were there, and they were like, Kelly doesn't like hosting shows, or hosting games, you should host the game. And I hosted a game for her and Scarlett Johansson, and it was a delight, and they kept having me back, and I just... I, I enjoy games and I enjoy the gamification of things so much. And Kelly Clarkson plays hard. Like I wow. really Yeah, she's really she's got fucking laser eyes. Like it's one of those things where and I watched her uh competing against Natalie Portman yes. on your social media. And the thing that struck me the most was uh, that Kelly Clarkson had that kind of laser fire focus of a true competitor, like the kind of person who would become as great at singing as she yes. is, but also, uh, also was like remembering every ten seconds to like, uh, to like cover it with television geniality, which she I'm sure is sincere. Yes, but just like, no, like her her level of sincerity. Like, I really think hosting a daytime show is one of the hardest things, like, second only to hosting a cooking show. I think Valerie Bertinelli <laughs> is the most sincere human being on the planet. But, she, like, she really 
is that intense. She wants to win, and it's, like, so fun to watch, and it's infectious. And there is that feeling, like, when you're on at midnight, after you've answered a question or two, it's like, let me step back. But I was on at midnight a couple of weeks ago, and I was on with our friend Marcella Arguello, who has that exact same, like, eyes on the prize, I'm going to win this game, and it was terrifying because (laughs) I was just like, how do I survive in this situation? I'm with one of the few people who's as aggro as I am, if not more. Yeah. Uh, Now, Guy, we you mentioned to us before we came in the booth that you wanted a little space before we ended to talk about prunes. Look, um, thanks for bringing that up. You you guys have always been really supportive of me and the entirety of the California Prune Board, and I appreciate it. I just want to say that Purim is on the horizon. We're all going to be making (laughs) hamantashen, and I just want to say, alongside apricot, alongside poppy seed, please keep pruning your mind and then also Mm. um lindy west in her little newsletter called like the butt news or something like that just released a very lovely and prune inclusive uh at home recipe for uh for granola and i just wanted to say when you are combining Mm. the grains and nuts in your home just look and see have you got some prunes they are a fun decadent treat that can really you know help take that granola to the next level I would cut a prune up before I put it in granola. I was about to ask, would you slice? I thought truly the question on the tip of my tongue was, would you slice the prune? Absolutely. I'm gonna like, I'm gonna slice it lengthwise, and then I'm gonna sl- uh, slice it uh, widthwise a little bit just to get smaller pieces. But I think they're gonna give you like some jammy joy inside of that uh, <laughs> that granola. Let me, and then some jammy joy inside your toilet bowl later. If you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I, 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 I would love to enjoy the joke. You're going to need to enunciate. I would love to enjoy the joke. I don't know what you're talking about. about some Jimmy Joy in the toilet bowl, Jordan. Okay, because you're going to shout out the prunes. I forgot for a second that prunes uh, okay. help that along. Yes. Here's my question for you, Guy. Yes. Because I know this is something we covered on a past episode mm-hmm. of Jordan Jesse Go. Some listeners may not remember, but Guy is a celebrity representative of the California Prune Board. Yes. Uh, California-grown prunes, some of the best prunes in the world. Absolutely. Take that, Chinese prunes. Yeah. (laughs) So you're not afraid to be jingoistic with reprunes. No, absolutely not. California niche agriculture is the, that's when I get, you know, uh, like uh, chauvinistic. You know what? Yes. You know what makes prunes great? The profit, the profit motive. Thank you. (laughs) Sorry, you communist prune fucks. (laughs) Okay. So um, here's my question for you. Yes. There's another great wrinkly jammy treat yeah. here in the great state of California. Absolutely. I'm referring to dates. Yes. I just happened to have been at the farmer's market, and of course I stopped by Mr. Ha and picked up some apples and pears <laughs> That's you from Ha's yeah. Apple Farm. Mm-hmm. But I also love ha. St- stopped by some local farmers from Indio, California. Oh, wonderful. And purchased both whole medjool dates and rolled dates. Wonderful. So here's my question. Are dates and prunes friends or rivals? Like, California is a rich world of dried fruits. We've also got apricots on the table. And I just want to say that this is more joy to be had. This is sweet fun. These are little jewels of different different varieties. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the things that you love to do with a date, try them with a prune. The things that you love to do with a prune, try them with a date. Uh, You know, things don't need to be exclusive. And also, you know to like reveal a little bit behind the curtain the same ladies represent all of the california niche 
agricultural industries. <laughs> like your pomegranates, I think they do asparagus. Right, like, right. You know, our like, you know, our our lobbyists, our marketing budgets are are very much in the same place. You know, anytime you're eating anything that isn't just like. S- soybeans and alfalfa you're helping out california and we appreciate it yeah do you hear that cows get get your act together help out california let's move beyond soybeans and alfalfa yeah bunny rabbits who eats soybeans and alfalfa (laughs) uh well hey uh guy everybody should check you out if you're doing stand-up in their town and everybody should enjoy some delicious dates prunes apricots i have a show at the elysian that i believe is on may 7th as part of netflix's joke there you go and i will be in chicago in june and that should be on my website but probably isn't um (laughs) and uh and buy some prunes at the supermarket yeah Can, can i say something about our about the elysian theater yes uh, first of all, I met the director of the Elysian Theater at San Francisco Sketchfest. She was very nice. Uh, second of all, let me just say, I got a couple friends who might be doing a show at the Elysian mm. Theater. <laughs> a couple friends. Let's just say, let's just say, one is tall and bald, and one is medium and curly headed. Oh wow! Let's put. Let's leave it there. The white stripes are getting back together. <laughs> it doesn't describe them. It doesn't describe Roughly, them. Roughly, I mean, that's about right. I think either of them is bald. Yeah, Meg was bald. Meg was bald. (laughs) Jack had his famous perm. (laughs) If you guys insisted that you were brother and sister, I would be like, I think that that would do a lot for the pod. People are like, are they married? (laughs) Are they? What is the deal? Yeah, I think that's fun. Um, Yeah, anyway, I'm just saying, the Elysian Theater is a great uh, comedy venue here in Los Angeles, whether you're going to see Guy Branham or maybe you're spending some time with some of your favorite entertainers, uh, more uh, TBA. Just saying, TBA. TBA? TBD? TSA. <laughs> THC? THC? CBT. CBT. <laughs> uh, CBY. Jack Guy Branham? CBT. What does it stand for? Oh, cock and ball torture. There you go. Okay, <laughs> that's a, it. Could also stand for cognitive behavioral therapy. Yeah, it's yes. a it's it, it's a topic of confusion and one we have a lot of fun with. Yeah. Ah! But uh, also both ways to learn to show up on time. There you go. Yes, say. thank you. Yes. Yeah. There's thank a you calendar in your phone. Use it. <laughs> Matt Lieb is the producer of the program. Our theme music is Love You by The Free Design, courtesy of The Free Design and Light in the Attic Records. Our thanks to them. Uh, join us on Reddit, MaximumFun.Reddit.com. By the way, Jordan, mm. they're starting to pour in. Yes, I refer, of course, to I read it. On the internet. That's right. Our new signature segment where something magical that happened on the internet is related to us and then we relate it to you. Uh, This is what I want most is I want these little, my favorite is Reddit posts. Mm -hmm. My favorite is these Reddit posts that, that in a matter of six sentences or five sentences conjure an entire (laughs) mystical and baffling world. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, it's sure like Reddit is full of uh, Reddit is full of sort of, you know, gifts of people doing something crazy or whatever. But I love where the text just really speaks to a, a singularity of vision on the part of the person mm-hmm. who wrote that f- yes. paragraph. That's what we're looking for. Send them to us at jjgo at org. Uh, or, you know, I've started a thread on our Reddit at MaximumFun.Reddit.com where Check you can post there. them. Check it out there. Check it out there. It's real. It's really great. I want to hear about more things like that harpist who was worried that his uh, 
<laughs> Whether it was legal, his landlord bro blamed his harp for the elevator breaking. <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, we're on Instagram at Jordan David Morris at put dot this dot on. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash Jordan Jesse Go. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. I'll hug you and kiss you and love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Maximum Fun, a worker-owned network of artist-owned shows supported directly by you.